random encounter at a broadcasting facility, a shared interest and love of all things Marvel, Excelsior, a misinterpreted program title, and behold, a podcast is born. Peter Melnick, podcaster and comic book enthusiast, and Eddie Wilson, upstate New York radio announcer, still with an inordinate amount of catching up to do. Peter! What are you doing? Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists. Court is in session for Legal Counsel, a She-Hulk attorney at law podcast presented by The Marvelists. I'm Peter Melnick. I'm Eddie Wilson. No, you're the Honorable Eddie Wilson, Eddie. Honorable Says Wilson. you. And... Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about episode number four. Is this not real magic? Of She-Hulk on the award-winning Disney+. And by the way, today is Disney Plus Day, so be sure to... Uh, Get some Disney+. Plus. Put, put, put some Disney-shaped cookies underneath the mistletoe and Bob Chappick will kiss you or something. I don't know. You, you're right, you don't. You know, but anyway. So this episode, we get to see our favorite boy return... Wong or Wonger, She Hulk's new client Wong, and I'm just gonna get it right off the bat. I love the fact that this show we don't have a lingering trial throughout the whole season. It's different ones every time because that's what happens when you're in a law firm. There's always a new trial going on, a new case going on, and I like that. I think that's really smart and makes it not boring. To be honest, it's like wrapping up an episode of other syndicated stuff, and yeah. I like that. I think, it again, it's very smart, and we end up seeing her involved in a lawsuit involving Johnny Blaze. No, no, no. not Johnny Blaze. Donnie Blaze. Donnie Blaze. Which I feel like Donnie Blaze, I don't know if Donnie Blaze is an actual character in the Marvel comics, but I feel like Donnie Blaze is such a lame name because it's the combination of Danny Ketch and Johnny Blaze, but turning it into Donnie to trick the viewer. So, oh, a little sleight of you know, hand. Maybe, or a slide of ear oh my. or something. I like that. Well, I just made it that's up. That's kind so. of funny. I like that. That's a good that's a good idea for that. Yeah. But sometimes it's it was uh the very great, the great Donnie Blaze. The great Donathan Blaze and I love uh the overall attitude of this kind of character where he's very much a lovable schmuck who ended up somehow getting the uh sling the fl- ring. The sling. I was going to say the fling ring. So good job. Thank you for getting it right before me. <laughs> uh cuz I almost made an ass of myself. No, oh, there's still hope. <laughs> there, there, there certainly is. But the sling ring, and how did he get the sling ring? Did he just randomly find that? I don't think and we absolutely really find out. Shouldn't um, he get it taken away then as a may, result? He was a failed student in the class. I think that Wong kind of gave us some more character information, so maybe he just kind of swiped one off the teacher's desk. I don't know. I just I think it's really funny seeing that kind of character and how he ends up getting that and utilizing it and... Being a pretty good magician, for well, the most part. He's starting off demonstrating the ancient art of levitation. Things are in a puff of smoke appearing or disappearing. He's creating fire, perhaps. Roses out of the air, but they don't smell like anything like Ro- Madison says. Roses smell like boo, 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 boo. They have, Outcast. They, no, they smell nothing. I love uh, the whole thing in regards to... The fact we have not heard Steve Miller's abracadabra 
utilized whatsoever in any of this because it would be so on the nose and so No, I think corny. there's just maybe what two songs, one I don't recognize but the other one of course later with uh, Belinda Carlisle. I but that's the happy song. Which was which was the uh, Belinda Carlisle song? Heaven is a place yes, on earth. Yes, I love the usage of that one. I love uh any t- anytime I'm a sucker for 80s stuff. Obviously I know you are as well and you're wearing literally an MTV uh t-shirt. logo t-shirt with the uh, 1980s color scheme. Mm-hmm. So it, it happens. It's like baby blue, not baby blue, but like, you know, aqua blue or something. Yeah. And, you know, electric pink. Like, that is the brightest pink. For and a shirt yellow. that's got some age on it and several washings, it's pretty good. You got some good detergent, Eddie Wilson. Hey, you know, it's all on the pod. Cast, something like that. I, I don't know. But what I look back at, because I had to catch maybe another line of first seeing Donnie Blaze materialize the portal... Or as it's later called, the the flame, the firewall. No, I have it down the, here in the notes. The fire wheel. Yeah, it's here. It's, it's here. It's got fire in the name. We know that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, we see briefly some burning torches. I think some huts or a village, and the first of three characters. I think it's three female characters who say, "Ew," like first off Madison when she sees where she could have been. And how do you spell Madison, Eddie? There. You spell it with two N's and a Y, but not where you think it is. Or not, it's not where you think, but actually it is. When I spelled it out to write it down, I put it in the right spot. Had a boy, Eddie. S Y N N. Now, I don't know if that's a hint towards whatever dimension, demon that, you know, is named Jake that we went to, that she went to. Jake the Snake Roberts. Hey, you know, it's, I don't know. It's a, Jake is a character that's from. Stephen King, though, in The Dark Tower, but that's not... Hey, you never know. ...not the same application, for There sure. are, in the interest of fairness, the Marvel Universe is connected into oh so many different things. Remember, Marvel Zombies technically has a connection to the Army of Darkness and Evil Dead, so... Yes, okay. It, and, is, it is that dumbass uh, Ash Campbell's fault, and, or Ash, <laughs> Ashley Williams' fault. And, and Marvel did produce several Stephen King Dark Tower comics also. Which is always one of those uh, licensing things that I've always wondered, how did that come about? Because I would love to know. Steve said, I love comic books. Yeah, let's do something. That's and that's how. the end of that story. <laughs> it's a quick story, I'm sure it is, yeah. Wow, it was like I was right there. <laughs> it might have been. So from there we go to, what, Katmandu, Nepal, and we have Wong listening to and or watching an episode of Sopranos, and that's where Madison drops in. So what does the Catman do? Uh, Bob Seeger. Thank you. And he gets stuck on there. And and so Madison, in her permanent state of inebriation, I think, but still holding on to her drink and not spilling, apparently. Are you the Goblin King? Oh, first, where are Wait, all the she goblins? Say, she did say Goblin King, right? And she said, where are you? That's are you amazing. the Goblin King? Yep. Especially because this month uh, marks David Bowie's 75th birthday. What would have been? Yes. Because uh. Sirius XM currently has a David Bowie channel. Fame! Well, that's a nice thing to do. I know. But Thank you. Goblin King is great. definitely well. Bam! Sure, Fair, it, also, it also dubs as uh, uh, doubles as Rio. Her name is Rio. So, you crossing David Bowie and Duran Duran? It's got a little bit of the. <laughs> wow! No, it's all you. It's like a with goose. Uh, yeah, I don't know where this is going now. But Madison spouts out to several Kathmandu. things. That's right. To Katmandu, a talking goat, six drops of her blood. And the, the, the Sopranos spoiler. So the talking goat, was that the green goat thing from uh, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness? Um, 
I barely remember that, but yeah, maybe. I have a weird feeling that he was. Mm-hmm. Eddie, you can watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on the award-winning Disney+, Plus, especially today on September 8th, Disney Plus Day. And is it today or tomorrow, Thor, Love and Thunder? I think it is out already. Oh, well then. I think so, because Thursday okay. they usually do a lot of their drops. So now let's, I'm going to check that while- Make it a double feature then, please. Oh, you're going to say a double date. I'm like, to oh, stay. shucks, Eddie. To stay home, yes. But right away, though, Wong knows- who is responsible for this lady dropping in out of nowhere? Great news, Eddie. It is, on, in fact, Aww. on the award-winning Disney+. Plus. And you can stream it now in IMAX Enhanced. So go for that Enhan- if you want. Well, I suppose. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Watching on a big TV, you're like, oh, that's the top and bottom of the screen they cropped out. Cool. <laughs> I needed to know that. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, but we do get Wong again knowing who right away and saying Donnie Blaze is going to pay for this. That's the opening before we get the She-Hulk attorney at law lettering, words, etc., and go to Jen and her dad. And, of course, a, a little match profile set up because that comes throughout this episode. The whole uh, dating thing, I love the... Uh, li- First off, there's one line. Dating in your 30s. That is one of the funniest lines in the entire episode. If you're a 30-year-old like myself and you've managed to uh, find your way out of the hell of the dating in your 30s, Congratulations, you're lucky. You found the one. You didn't have to worry about that shit. Yeah, we, but we man, to, oh man. Well, we get to the part where She-Hulk is doing the dating thing, getting the hits, the likes, the matches, and then, yeah, it says... The professional headshot like she was going to do a webinar. I that, that was another line that was fantastic. Like, what are you going to do? You're using a professional headshot. Don't do that. That was Nikki saying that? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, what else can you... I don't know. You want to be... You want to look good for this, I, mean, I suppose. You know, use a cell phone picture. First impressions count. That's why you use the dandruff shampoo and everything. Just don't use an old photo from 10, 12 years ago. I know someone who does that, and it's really sad. That ends the encounter very quickly. It, sh- it certainly does. You don't look Five like Five seconds. Him. This is you. Oh, okay. Next. This show is brought to you by our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash themarvelists. And on the $3 tier, you'll get access to episodes early and ad-free. tier gets you our two bonus shows. One, Fantastic Voyage, where we dissect and just talk about the 102 issues, one by one, although if it's a storyline more than one at a time, of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby's amazing, incredible, spectacular, invincible, and fantastic run of the Fantastic Four, the world's greatest comic magazine. And two, you haven't read that? A show dedicated to the comic books that I haven't read yet. Some Marvel, some DC, all fun. And on the $8 tier, pick a topic of your choosing, not a topping of your choice. Or perhaps you can be a guest on The Marvelists. Above all else, we thank you for your continued support. Yes, is there anything worse than dating in your 30s? Mm, yeah, I think a Getting lot of Getting hit us... by a bus. No, stop. stop. That's, it is worse, Eddie. You can't deny that. Physical harm and pain for that? I mean... See, that, it's worse. Kaboom. It's... Not the cereal. Good cereal. You ever you had that? Along the lines of, oh, no, wait a minute, that was in Multicolor Wheels or Sink or something like that, right? Yeah. 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 And then there's Quisp. Quisp. King, Quisp they sell from time to time. King Vitamin. Personally, I'm a, uh, what do you call it, Cracklin' Oat brand man. You're totally a different there. Okay. Oh, it certainly is. I thought we were going to transition to Captain Crunch for crying out loud. Well, if you want to, but I mean, it's bad. Like, I've never had the roof problem, the roof of the mouth problem. <laughs> Everyone else does. I'm like, I, you let it soak. You let it go. Still got the crunch, but I have a normal mouth now. 
It's good, and if you're not sensitive to this to the uh, abrasiveness of the yeah, cereal, yeah, it does have that. But it's it's still better than King Vitamin. King Vitamin, the most bland cereal of all time. Uh, you don't like to have breakfast with the king. That was part this of the is, commercial. This is a song. democracy, Eddie. This is a democracy. Well, you know, we're going back to before before those times, before 1620, the year. All right, so Dad tries to protect Jen with all his preventative measures and says, well, look, I can just kick those four guys' ass again if, if they come around again or, or whatever. And then we get uh, Jen in the office there where Wong enters and talks about a legal situation that he uh, needs to take care of. Now... I, I like, though, she said, are you going to leave me some contact information this time? And pulls out a business, a blank business card and materializes or burns into that. Did you notice some of his stuff. previous jobs, by the way? Pre- no. He was working at a Target. Was that scrolling on Jen's computer? Yeah. Okay, I'm totally missed. I saw stuff. I'm like, ah, I got to see what this is. But There's yeah. that. And also, I love that he has on his uh, job description, Sorcerer Supreme. Because when you have that, you need that on your LinkedIn. Well, you definitely need. At the top. I mean, of course. Why top. wouldn't you? That's perfect for the CV. It's Supreme. Like, I think we should get Wong for our, our next uh, podcast business cards. Really? No offense to anybody. But, you know, we'd get them done like that. Yeah, that's true. You know. Well, imagine the Thanos ones, then it's in an order of 25. <laughs> okay. You don't want that. Oh, wait, no, sorry. It's 250, technically. Yeah. We do the 500 packs. So. Um, I didn't notice on the uh, glass door with the etched lettering of when Jen, I'm sorry, She-Hulk and uh, Wong go to uh, confront Donnie Blaze in his place of business, what the name of the company is or whatever it is, but then there's the whole cease and desist attempt kind of disappears. I mean, the cease and desist does exist. Wait, it's so. still sticking out of your vest. No, it isn't. Again, it's one of those... I, I also love that he essentially has his own corner, man, with his, you know... Uh, it, it was like a ma- is it a manager, assistant? What is he? Uh, his, a parrot, because he's repeating what Donnie's saying. And I, lo- I love that about it. It's just like that exchange between all of them and seeing him being like, maybe I am. Yeah, and at the beginning, too, on the side of the, on the, side of the stage, on the curtain, do the thing, do the thing, you know. You need a hype man. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, in your corner. A PR person. Um, Only in America. <laughs> okay, fast forward to what? Donnie, uh, never, sorry. Den, King. Jen, Jen going on a match date. And uh, just just a build up or seeing how he, the, the, the would-be dater of Jen. Are we talking about the one that form? called her the specimen? Because we, that no. one... Well, we didn't quite get up to that. That's where you had the line about you know dating in your 30s. But with Jen trying these dates, these matches, and listening to what the guy had to say, and then when she got to tell some stuff about her, he could all but care less because he's on his phone. It ends. It was a little dramatic buildup to them both going into their respective and what, clutch purses or whatever, pulling out, I don't know, keys or something like was that. Was it like supposed to be insinuating like a dramatic, like, oh, my God, is she going to attack him and he's going to attack her? Like, I was getting that impression. I, I was thinking like a that villain thing. after the fact of maybe maybe somehow they're finding a match or they're just patronizing each other to say, oh, this was great. This was great. I like this. Yeah, let's do this again. And and then him getting on the phone and saying, yeah, this is Alan. Uh, six out of ten. She's, she's like a six, maybe. Yeah. And then overall, I would say the awkwardness of the dates, even though you have the element of it being a superhero date, that is real first date, you know, Mm -hmm. exchanges where I've had them myself and they're not fun because it's that whole sense of 
Yep, here we are at Ground Zero yet again, starting over from the very beginning. Well, how are you? You like things? I love things. Things are great. Aren't they just... Do you like music? Do you like coffee cakes? Just, I don't... That's why, like... Again, I'm so happy I'm out of that. Just don't have to oh. worry about any of that. Oh, yeah, I'm very happy about that, too. But I never got to uh, experience that type of dating. Mine was more like the type where you went to a place where music was being played, a bar, whatever it was, and you had to put up with, if you weren't a smoker, you had to put up with that atmosphere as well and come back with your clothes smelling of smoke. You know, I'd try to go out uh, along with my brother, single at the time as well, and he just really wasn't interested. And so I, and I was limited to the number of times I even did that. So, no, I would not relish or want to go back to anything of that Would you muster nature. it? Well, you know, I'm sauerkraut. okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the ketchup and the relish. You know, I'm, I'm good there. Chili what? sauce, I try to draw the line. Do you do mustard and ketchup at the same time on a hot not, dog? Not usually. Oh, it's good though. They used good. to be on somebody's, um, uh, whoever manufactured whatever company it was. Bur I know. I know Burgers. Heinz does the uh, different. Uh, like they're doing the combo packs now. Like they have a mm. uh, buffer ranch. Cool. Fine. You know. But you know, it can work. But I prefer uh, I prefer a ranch or a hot sauce in my uh, Alfredo sauce because you have a buffalo uh, Alfredo. You have the cheese, and then you have the, you know. Mm. It mm. works. It really works. That's that's lovely. If you mix the mustard and the ketchup together, you get something orangey-looking. I don't know. Have you get Hulk Hogan. That? Yeah. The red and the yellow, brother. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. It's my dun, high school dun, colors. Dun. Crimson and gold, we call them. Mine's black and gold. Okay. We're a comet. <laughs> oh, no, the dinosaurs. Oh, wait, no, that's an asteroid. Well, that was a video game, too. Good game. Yeah, exactly, right. It's no Yar's Revenge, though. And no. no, no, no. <laughs> See, I remember that. One like, of Eddie's favorite like video yours. games, by the way. I remember that. I like Yar's. You know, we get uh, in the courtroom. I like uh, mine. I like Yar's. Madison uh, coming up again and saying, Wonger. Um, the name of Wonger was one of those that just popped me, like, out of left field. I'm like, like did, did like she say what I think she said? And, and I rewind. I'm like, she did. Kind of like thinking they're BFFs. Who knows how much time they spent while we didn't see of this episode and, well, and how, her talking about getting pushed into a fireland. How soon or how early was the uh, first reference to the Sopranos um, on this in Before the opening okay, credit so of She-Hulk Attorney of Law. I love that Wong has somehow managed to avoid the whole series of the Sopranos and everything about it. I've I've wanted to watch the show and like I know, unfortunately, like it's... It's such a prevalent thing in pop culture. I know all the twists and turns. I know Tony dies in the uh, spoiler. Do you want to know, Eddie? That's did you fine. Watch, did you watch it? Very, I think you very would have watched minim it. No, very minimally. You know the ending of the show, right? With the uh, car and it goes kaboom. Pretty much, yeah. And then Vince McMahon's in the limo and he's like, oh, damn it, pal. No, that's the different uh, explosion. But uh, in regards to The Sopranos, like it, it's very prevalent. Everyone knows the beats of what were the big moments on that show. So for Wong to avoid that, it's like, What's next, Wong? Are you gonna, you know, figure out about uh, Breaking Bad? He was in another alternate, whatever that's dimension true. and stuff. So you know, I hope no one spoils that show for him. He could be in, in any of the other two Sanctum Sanctorums where there was no service at, at all. Or, I know, who? Something like that. Oh, I, Breaking Bad was great, by the way. I can't oh, well. recommend that enough. Okay. And I still got to watch Better Call Saul. That's fine. But, so you know, after she, after Madison recounts being pushed into a fireland, all that stuff. And they're, what, out of the courtroom, and he, and she says to Wong, can we get Froyo? And he said no, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Uh, 
depending on where you go, get your froyo. But I think she kind of wears him down in, in all the pestering questions or whatever it is. And just in that constant state of that character that she is, whether it's just a combination of inebriation or maybe a little airheaded, I'm going to say. I, no, I go, with the, I go with the inebriation. She's very much a white girl wasted. Like, it's 110% that. Right, right. So, she's always like this. She's always going to be like, ah! It's that. And then she sings uh, Rio by uh, Duran Duran. I'm not going to do that In your, anymore. Yeah, you're right, right. Her name is Fame. Different song, though. For sure. <laughs> totally in your, in your wheelhouse. All right, so Jen, uh, sorry, She-Hulk now on the match profile. And, and, you know, at different times, of course, breaking the fourth wall, talking to the audience and saying this is so demoralizing for Jen. But we get yes. three different guys, three different guys making an attempt. And then I don't know if it's that third one that says what a specimen. Now, you got to think about this one. Like, that, what is his ulterior motive here for, you know, being interested? But but saying things like that that are just like, oh, where, where is he going with this? Is this somebody we need to uh, pay attention to here somewhat? I just think it's a creepy guy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's on a different level, that, you know. But in regards to her going on the dating apps and using her real self as that, it's it is demoralizing. It's like, no, what do you, you want me for me? Yeah, yeah. Come on, you know. And instead, it's like great, jolly green giant fetishists. It's like you know, it's <laughs> gonna be that, and it's like, oh, you you don't want me for me, you know. <laughs> That's a song. She likes me me for me. me. Not because I sing like Pavarotti. No, please. Not because I like to potty. That's Venga Boy, isn't it? Yes, it is. We we like to potty. Yeah. What was the other Venga Boy song? Boom, 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 boom. I don't want a double room. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. But Firehole, that's what it is. Firehole. Oh, I love Firehouse. Good band. (laughs) But in the Donnie Blaze show, yeah, there's the Firehole. And there is the dove, and there's a dove that left the egg. And here's the on church, the and other, here's the steeple. On the other, uh, the other female uh, assistant's hand, and uh, a baby demon, and it multiplies. And again, I love uh, the. So it w- it was a portal to hell. They did, wasn't it? Because it, had it looked to have been. it looked like hell. Sure. I mean, well, you don't, we don't know actually what hell looks like, ladies and gentlemen. But you know, like my sinking suspicion was that was H E double L hockey sticks. So. To be able to see that got a real hoot out of me, but also just like, is this linking over? Oh my God, could we? Could does this mean that we're finally going to get the uh, Disney Plus Mephisto. MCU? I was going to say that. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> She's going to set him. You know, the Elzebub. Like really, I think Alasco. You know, technically Mephisto showed up in well, theory. Really, yeah, his I, his I domain. Said, He's the master of his domain. So. Oh, I guess out of the hint too was was sending that one demon down through the stage and putting. The fire hole in the floor. How great would it have been, by the way, if like we see that that shot of hell or whatever, and Jen breaks the fourth wall and just goes, "Before you even ask, no, Mephisto is not showing up in this." <laughs> or another hot reference. Hey, you know, boo. Well, come boo. on. But it was a pretty cool demon roundup scene, and then re- and then she returning and dropping down with, on her date the, on the, the couch. demon goo, the demon goo yeah. on her inner bangs. It's just like oh. Well, there was that, but there was also, I think Madison had something, in, what, in her hand, maybe from, I don't know if it was the drink had melted or whatever, it was, just, it was like a lava stuff that she tossed aside when she first went there and came back, I guess, when she first appeared to uh, to Wong in his place. The good old Wonger. I know, the Wonger. Belinda Carlisle is in here the next day, and 
the the doctor, the hot doctor cliche. Anyway, whatever. Um, he's totally not interested in Jen. Were you when we were seeing earlier in the episode the date between the two and how very well they were hitting it off? I was hyped for her. I'm like, oh, she's fi- she's finally gonna find somebody. And then it's literally they pull the rug out from underneath you. It's like, yeah. Oh, uh, I think it was She Hulk being interested because. The guy wasn't talking about himself all the time. Yeah. Uh, asking about her and perhaps listening also and responding to that. And then to be able, because I also think it, you know, in their universe, when you're seeing someone like Shulky show up and it's like, it's unique and you want to know more about them, maybe not the person who they are. Because if you notice, like, he really didn't ask things about her. He was asking, you know, whatever it was. But in regards to, like, you know, She's, he's not talking about who she is as a person. Was this the one where he did ask, how much can you literally press? And he sh- and she said a literal ton. And I think he said something about 600. I think so. If that was the right, uh, the right guy. Just for statistical purposes, I suppose. But when it came to, uh, you know, the one shot, and I love how this was both the scene that was made fun of online as well as like a lot of people online were like, oh, my God, that is a great scene. Seeing her carry him in her arms like a baby boy. Yeah. And just like, all right, sport, I know you're tuckered out. I'm going to go put you in bed now, Get tucker you in, and be like, good night, son. Yeah. yeah it's, it's similar, it, but not, you know. But I love, I just love that that uh, relationship between the two. And then, like you said, at the very end of the episode, nope, Chuck Testa. They're not going to be together because he is not interested in her for who she is. It's like... And like what? She's got to stay the you know the Jolly Green Giantess the entire time. No. Yeah, that in order to sustain that, I guess that relationship, according to him. And of course, at the very end of the episode, she ends up getting from a process server a cease and desist from Titania because she copyrighted She Hulk, and that ends up leading to the return of Titania in this series. She's gonna be showing up in season. Or not season. She's going to be showing up next week, which gets me thinking. She's going to need legal representation, isn't she? If we don't know that she has some already and, you know. Well, you know what they say, Eddie. Justice is blind. What? So you really think Yes, she's getting Howard the Duck, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Can't see, don't know. Sounds okay. She's getting John Cena. You can't see him. No, obviously, she's getting Daredevil. But the like, first, it would make sense. The first cease and desist did go through, though, at least with the second round of telling Donnie Blaze to stop practicing the mystic arts. Now, when it came to Donnie Blaze and Wong and seeing that whole relationship in regards to Wong and uh, Madison, where they're sitting together watching The Sopranos, this is in the uh, post credit scene. Yes. and First of all, were they, wa- were they watching The Sopranos still? They couldn't be. Because there wasn't enough tracksuits. So, you know. I didn't see uh, hardly one, actually. So I assume it's still going to be the same thing. But then we had to have all the comparative drinks that she is asking of him and vice versa. Oh, yes, versa. yes. You know, that's the scene there. And that's just vodka with yak milk. Sounds yeah, delicious. Kind of wanted to uh, to do that, she said. Yeah. But in regards to the overall story with, uh, what's it called? Uh, the whole Sopranos connection. It was kind of It was kind of nice to see that and... It got me laughing because every single time she would somehow manage to spoil like a big plot point or a big character death or something. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of shows out there. Like I 
I don't care about spoilers for something if it's a big thing that I haven't seen. Like, I've never seen the movie Titanic, but I have a pretty good feeling I know what happens. Mm. And there are movies, like, I would love to watch, and it's like, it's whatever. But when it's something that's so heavily in the pop culture consciousness, like, Eddie, are there shows out there that you've wanted to watch over the years? And you're, you know, whatever, you're eventually going to get to it one day. I'd have to go back to the two DVRs that were full of shows that were (laughs) wiped out and had to get replaced, so... Yeah, and, I suppose God knows when. But would it would it hurt you if you knew the spoilers? No. Now, Eddie, I don't know if you know this, but one of those episodes of Sesame Street is brought to you by the letter E, so big spoiler for that. I can't wait for that. I'm sure it's been there. And what number? It's been a number together with the letter, hasn't it? That is true. Or at least two letters and one number? It's the number... Three. I'll take it. They look look similar. Five. Number five. Fine. Because E and five, it's the fifth letter and the fifth number. And the fifth element. But no, overall, this episode I thought was a blast. It was obviously, you know, it, I'll use this word. I don't want to use it. I don't mean in a derogatory sense, but it was a filler episode. It was something to keep us ready for the next week. Mm Mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought, you know, for a filler episode, it was really good. It was very engaging, fun content. Just, ni- it was a nice paced episode. And again, I wasn't watching my, uh, you know, I wasn't looking at my wrist, no. waiting for the show to be over. I was enjoying it and seeing how fast it went. It went fast. Mm-hmm. So I liked it overall, and I'm excited for next week, and we'll see what happens. But, Eddie, what about you? Well, part of what I was thinking about in terms of the episodes themselves, and it moved along very nicely. It was fine. I agree. Yes, somewhere between third and fourth of the series, it'll be one that just carries you through without anything too possibly spectacular that, you know, carries on from the previous one and sets you up for the next one. So it's a good connector, if you want to call it that. But I was I know we were talking about the fact that they are just half hour episodes, that there's more than six, but somewhere along the line a week or so ago I thought I saw some kind of posting that looked like it was meritable, creditable, that said, all right, we're halfway through the season. Yeah. So maybe it is six. There no, are six. It's, it's nine, because they have, okay. like, all the episode dates released and everything and okay. what it's going to be. But with this episode, with this show, I'm enjoying that they're doing the sitcoms. I'm enjoying... I feel like I'm more attracted to sitcoms than I am dramas or action-adventure shows. Like, that's why, mm. to be completely honest, I love the Netflix universe of Marvel, but... They can be a bit of a slog because of the time length, the amount of content that I have now left over to watch still. It's like it can be a bit of a daunting task. Whereas this, bang it out, bang it out, bang it out. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, when, you know, I love the show How I Met Your Mother. It's one of my all-time favorite sitcoms. And I have, like, a big chunk of the series on DVD, and I can go through, like, a disc at a time. Like, you know, just bang those out. Like, spend one afternoon just watching a bunch of them, one after the other after the other. And not really have to truly focus on it, but I get what's going on. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's just something funny to watch. So I'm hoping they do a lot more sitcoms in the Marvel Universe. Personally, I'd love to see them do a sitcom for Damage Control. It could work. Uh, you know what? Yes. I, I would agree. Damage Control, maybe do something with Deadpool as a sitcom. Because, again, w- what really do you need to do in terms of the uh, technical ability for the character of Deadpool, you just need to have him shoot guns and have explosions. It's not its not really a CGI-heavy show unless you're doing things like, oh, shit, Deadpool got his arm cut off. Oh, oh here it comes again. 
You know, it's going to be a lot of that. So I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about the elephant in the room from last week. What? Twerkgate. Really? Holy crap. They would not shut up about it. Like. I'm so sorry. They wanted more? No, they what? didn't. They thought it was stupid. They thought it was this. They, like all the negative Nancys. And it's like, dude, just get over it already. You know, and I really hate having to harp on things like this, but don't watch it. It's not that hard. You don't have to watch. You don't have to hate watch something. If you're not into it, don't watch it. There's plenty of shows out there I gave up on because I'm like, eh, I don't care anymore. I don't watch it. Obviously, some of the stuff I have to watch for here because we do content for you, good, oh, for, uh, yes. ladies and gentlemen. But it's yeah, such that it is. But like every day, I saw an article about the uh, post credit sequence, or like some angry fanboy on the internet like bitching about it. I'm like. You know there's more important things in the world going on other than a CGI character twerking, right? With Megan the Stallion, so. This is why I'm jealous of you sometimes where you don't have to deal with that part of the internet watching things or reading things. It's like, I, I'm so jealous of you for that. <laughs> like, I'll see this stuff and I'm just like, it's literally me just rubbing my, uh, the, my bridge of my nose and just being like, just shut up. Shut up already. But... That's where we're at. And next week, we're going to be at episode five. number five. Number five is live, Eddie. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Number five is a live. Short Circuit. Short That's Circuit. Okay. 1986, 85. I knew it was an 80s movie, so I knew you might know it, but. Steve Gutenberg. Good old Goot. Good, good old Goots. Mm-hmm. Direct from Police Academy to this, I think. So, well, I, and I, before. God, I want. Three I, Men and a Baby? I, I want know. a Renaissance, bring him back, bring him to the MCU, maybe have him as Wonder Man. I would watch a Wonder Man movie or a show uh, headlined by Steve Gutenberg. Okay. Wouldn't you? Sure. Hell yeah. Anyway, case dismissed, court adjourned, other legal terms. For the Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. Dismissed. <laughs>